Hello, this is Juliette Hahn with Your Next Stop. In this episode, I interview Andrea Zepka. Now, let's see if I got that right. She pronounces it in the episode. Um, let's just see, because you know how I am with, with this pronunciations of words, and that is a hard one. She is originally from Hungary and lives in Malaysia. And what I love about this episode so much is I connected with Andrea a couple years ago and was one of the speakers at her Global Empowerment Summit. She had over 100 speakers last year. It was a six-week summit this year, which is her third year. It's going to be over 200 speakers and it spans over five weekends. Really, really cool episode. I can't wait for you guys to dive in and hear about Andrea's story. So you can also... Andrea lives on LinkedIn and on IG. Her LinkedIn is Andrea Zepka. And it is spelled Andrea, like Andrea, and then Z-S-A-P-K-A. You can find Andrea on LinkedIn, IG, Andrea Branding, and then Global Empowerment Hub is also IG. She is an online event organizer. She has a, a background in dance. It's just such a cool such a cool episode you don't want to miss. Don't forget to follow me. I am Juliet Han on pretty much all the socials. LinkedIn is Juliet Han, Facebook is Juliet Han. You can also go to my website, I am Juliet Han. You're going to enjoy this one and we will see you guys soon. Have you ever been listening to your favorite podcast and that moment comes up and you think, "Oh my gosh, I need to share it?" Well, now you can with Picked Cherries. What I love about Picked Cherries so much is that when I'm listening to my favorite podcast and that moment comes up that I want to share, I can take a snippet, which is called the Picked Cherry, and I can send that to my friends and family so they can get involved in the podcast that I love. It's almost like sending an IG or a TikTok. Available now, iOS and Android. If you're not picking cherries, are you really listening to podcasts? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to your next stop. I say it every time and I can't... I, every time I go to record, I go, I'm not going to say this, but then I do. Uh, I'm just so excited for you guys to meet Andrea Zepka. Did I say it right? Yes, it's all right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I like, I, so my listeners know that I mess up names all the time and I was getting it perfect, uh, behind the scenes, right? When I was, was just testing. So Andrea Zepka. Am yes, it, it's Zepka. So it's a bit different. Zepka. <laughs> Zepka. Perfect. Oh my gosh. Oh, Zepka. So Andrea Zepka. She, and a little laughs there, right? Of course. Uh, well, starting your, your Thursday morning with, um, with some laughs is always nice. So Andrea is an, online event organizer. She's also the founder of the Global Empowerment Hub. She hangs out most on LinkedIn and I will spell her last name because I mean, really, right? <laughs> if I can't say it, I'm not going to be able to spell it. It's Andrea, like we, we spell in America. And then it's Z-S-A-P-K-A. Am I correct? Yes. Perfect. Perfect. And, um, and Andrea is on Instagram, Andrea, Andrea branding, and then also at global empowerment hub. And again, she hangs out most on LinkedIn, but I am really excited about this for many different reasons because Andrea, when did we, we met? Um, is it, is it been two years, a year and a half? I think more than two years. Yes. I think, yeah, we are knowing each other for a while and we met on LinkedIn. <laughs> We did. We met on LinkedIn because I was going to say it was, it was in the beginning of the clubhouse days. It was like right when I started my podcast and it was really, wasn't it? How many, um, global empowerment, uh, seminars, like summits did you have? 
Or this was, is the was third that... year. Uh, this is the third year that I'm organizing it. Yes. So we had two already. <laughs> right. So I met you when you were doing the the second one and I, I spoke, I did, um, I met some amazing people and I can't wait. You guys are, I know, listening, going, wait, what is this all about? Um, Andrea is going to get into it, but I met some amazing, amazing people through Andrea, which is really fun. And we've been saying, we have to get you on the podcast. We have to get you on the podcast. <laughs> and uh, it just kept, you know, for whatever reason, we both kept evolving. You kept doing more stuff. And it was like, okay, now is not a good time. Now is a good time. Now is a good time. So this is the perfect timing because you are organizing the third Global Empowerment Hub um, Summit, which is amazing. And so I just would love for my listeners to get a little bit, um, a little background because you're a dancer by, by, I mean, that's really what your passion is. And this is kind of how this whole thing evolved. Am I correct? Yes, I evolved into what I call the dancing economist because my background is economist on bank management and stock exchange. So serious. But uh, <laughs> since I was six, I was also a dancer and I could never stop. I'm still doing it actively. And uh, I think that background helped me um, to be more empathetic with people, to understand people more and to see how I can support them. And that is actually what is helping me to organize the summit on the way I do so that it stays heartfelt, it stays heart-centered and all the people, like just, just like you, uh, they are all high-integrity people who are coming and volunteering for all these crazy things that I do in the last two, three years. So I'm really thankful for everyone who's joining this journey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love it. As I said, I met some really, really cool people. It was such a beautiful thing. And how many... So, and, and then again, we're, we're going to get into your background, but I do have a, a question before we start. The first summit was how long versus the second summit was how long? Because I know when you first were doing the second summit, it was supposed to be a certain length. And then you're like, nope, it's going to be... I mean, I feel like it was a month long, but I want you to kind of clarify. And then how long is the third summit? Yeah, actually, you're right. So the first ever summit uh, two years ago, it was four days long. Uh, and it was 108 speakers who joined me volunteeringly to come on board and uh, empower people just by sharing knowledge. And then the second summit, I went crazy. It was six weeks long <laughs> and it was 220 hours of live streaming in a row, which was kind of like really crazy, wow. even for myself. The first summit was already crazy because my hubby was like sleeping next to me. We were in a big exhibition center and for four days we didn't come out. But the second one with this six weeks next to just like this in front of my computer. Well, yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, don't, don't do it. I don't advise to anyone to do that. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's what's crazy. So then what, what is the third, what is this, this year? How many weeks is this? So this year I'm trying to make a bit more reasonable. So it will be five weekends. <laughs> okay, and but that's... It's from Friday until, um, until Sunday. So basically it's not the whole week like uh, last year. So even people like what are asking me, like Andrea, no one is as crazy as you watching the summit, but <laughs> <laughs> for six weeks in a row. So I was like, Oh yeah, you have a point. <laughs> right. So that's actually, that's brilliant, but that's what, um, and I mean, this is what this podcast is about. It's really about learning and getting knowledge from other people. And that's why we connected so quickly and so wonderfully because we both had such, you know, similar passions and similar way we wanted to express them. So I love that each year you're learning and you're just getting better and better. It's the same thing when you start anything, right? I mean, anything that you start 
when you first start it, you're going to be like, Oh, wait, I wish I learned that or I wish I did this. But it's one of those things that you're like, no, it's not a wish. It's okay. Next year, I can implement that because I learned that because I took a chance. I pushed fear aside and I jumped right in, which you a hundred percent did. And I think, uh, I, I would love to ask, I mean, do you think that for your dancing background, because you're, you're from Hungary, am I correct? Yes, exactly. I, I'm from Hungary, but the best was the capital, but I'm from southeast of Hungary. <laughs> okay. And, and then, but you live in Malaysia. Yes, for six years now. Right. So that's what I, I want the, the listeners to get a little bit about, you know, a little background. So you, you were born in Hungary, you danced. Um, and, and that I'm going to lead back to that question. Do you think dance gave you that kind of, um, that kind of grit where it's like, you know what, I can do anything. I can try anything. Or do you think you were just born with it? Or is it something that you feel that your parents uh, kind of gave you? And then you can go into your background. So we'll, we'll take that question and then lead lead into that. <laughs> so basically the question, back to the question is, um, I think it's a multiple thing what's behind all these. Like my parents are very active. Even my mother is was leading a, uh, like a community in my little town and we are, they're also very active. They also love to dance. So I have to say that I was inheriting something from there. My grandpa is, was super, super positive. So I guess all the positive energy is coming from there. So I have that background, but on the other, other side, when dancers are going on the floor, especially at the beginning, we are very shy. Like we, we just don't, we are not born with all this confidence and all this. So that all those practices, um, or the 30 years now uh, that I'm dancing, like it just gave me the confidence that most of the people are missing. And also it gave me the knowledge that without practice, without doing the things, without action steps, nothing will happen. So if I didn't step into the practice room for one week, my results got worse. So basically it's the same in business. It's the same how I organize summits and it's the same why I think I can make these things a little bit better. But there is one more very, I think it's a secret thing that is behind is that I, uh, I was not so thankful for my mom because she was redirecting me for, for becoming a full-time dancer into an economist <laughs> so that dancers <laughs> don't earn. So I have to be an economist. But at the end, when I see what the big picture it gave to me that next to my dancing background, the artistic, uh, the humility, the, all this determination next to it, I get the worldview. I get the understanding of how the world business and people work and all this together. I think that's the magic, magic soup, like all this put together in a pot. I think that's a wonderful combination and I'm thankful for that. <laughs> I love that in the soup. I think that's, and, and, and really that's such a beautiful way to describe it because people can really, uh, you know, imagine that all those different things married together in one pot really created who you, who you are and who you're, you know, evolving every day to become. Okay. So you went to university, you became an economist in your, right. I was, <laughs> I'm like, is that an e-commerce? But right. We all say things different. And I love that. So when you, and you continue dancing through, I mean, you never, as you said, which I love because that is, it always brings it back to sports, which that's another thing that we connected on is really like the exactly. discipline <laughs> of being, you know, you're a dancer. I played um, sports in college, but it was one of those things that, right. If you do not practice, you see where you lack and it's really cool raising children and them realizing that on their own. 
right? And it, and it really is until they're teens. I mean, I, how many times like, okay, you have to really practice, you have to practice, or you have to kind of put yourself out there. Some of us are blessed where we can, I mean, I used to not do, I, my, my sister used to, you know, in, in off season, she used to always run and keep up her fitness. I never did. I was like, I'm taking off. And then, cause I'm such an all or nothing person. And then at the end, like right in the beginning, I would jump in and she used to get so pissed at me because she would be like, how can you do that? Like, how can I train all the time, but you jump right back in and you are at the same level. However, I used to have more injuries. And I think now as an adult, that's what I see. It was, I could keep up because I just, you know, God built me the way I was built. However, I would then be injured mid season because I didn't give my body that I didn't give, you know, I didn't respect my body and, and, and what it is and that you need to kind of ease into things, stay consistent. So your body doesn't break down. Um, do you find that very similar with the, with dancing as well? I mean, if you take, as you said, if you take a couple of weeks off, how is it yeah, to get back? I think it's it's really like with everything in life. It's the same with diet. It's the same with this yo-yo thing that people are doing today. I think it shouldn't be like uh, something that you do periodically. It should be kind of something like a lifestyle with everything. Like you keep up your business the same way. You have your routines. That's the business part. You keep up your healthy diet and it's your lifestyle. You are dancing, then that's your passion. Then you keep up dancing as much as you can. Of course, we cannot do every day sometimes we are tired sometimes there's something happening but it's just the regularity and and all these things that is coming back to you all the time and you're keeping it up and you keep your body healthy enough i think as in sports we can agree that that's the most important thing and if you open up the big picture then in life that's the most important thing to keep ourselves healthy because without that you cannot do business you cannot have a family you don't have future so basically that's the core and, and dancing taught me that too, because whenever I didn't pay attention, of course, the competition didn't go well because I didn't have the energy. So in this way, it gives somehow the strong core, whether it's the muscles, whether it's the brain, the mindset, whether it's the healthy eating, the very strong core that is needed for life. So <laughs> sports and dancing could be anything, but that, that's something that comes from the sports, I believe. Oh, I love that. I, it's so true. Um, okay. So we're going to segue back to you went to university and then when did you kind of, as you said, your family really gave you that background, right? You saw your mom kind of being a forward thinker and doing different things. Your, your grandfather with his positive, um, energy and, and, and positive affirmations. When did you decide in your kind of in your business career, I want to do more, I want to reach more people. And then how did the global empowerment hub kind of, you know, come about? And were you really so this is kind of a twofold question, were you really planning this for years and um, saying, okay, this is not this is not a right time, this is not a right time? Or was it one of those things that it came to your mind and you were like, okay, I'm in it and you just built this quickly? I think for this, it's twofold story. The first part was my multinational career because in my multinational career, I was working for an American company at the end. And I was going from customer center, service center to team leadership. And then after I ended up in lean management, which is also very systematic and it's also <laughs> needs a lot of determination. 
attention. So this brought me closer to people. As as more as I, I worked, I, I realized that I'm very good with people. So I have to be somewhat in that field, coaching, teaching, training, or organizing people together. And then the big move came <laughs> and I moved to Malaysia. And as a white person, I, I must say, I became someone else and I got into a situation that uh, it's, it's something that I always took granted that, okay, I have this in Europe. They treat me like this. I'm a woman. It's normal. And then I arrived here and everything turned around and no one was talking to me when I was, uh, when I was talking to someone, they answered the question that I asked to my husband. So I was like, hmm, what's happening here? And it right. got all about this story of, okay, and what's about them? Because the ladies and the women who live here, they have the similar situation and they look up to us white women because we are like having a status but at the end we didn't have a status because I became a dependent wife living with the husband and I was independent before so it all turned up my system and turned around everything and I had to search again like okay what will I do <laughs> how will I get back my status and how will I do something for others and then started uh, the what we mean one workshops that was the name before 2019 and I did uh, like trained around 100 women just for free. I started my dance parties where I was teaching people just to get a little bit of community feeling here in Malaysia. And then mm, they were asking what, what else? And then I started some weekly entrepreneur elevator, uh, motivational meetups. And then, mm, okay, what can I give to the community? I created, okay, <laughs> let's do summits. <laughs> I have never done it before. And uh, the hybrid events in, in 2020, they were not available yet. There were no like this Riverside. I, I don't even know whether Riverside existed because everything was offline, right? So we created this hybrid summit and then the second summit. And there it goes. It was not something that I planned. I think I got into a situation where my situation made me realize that I just shouldn't take anything for granted and I shouldn't complain anymore because I met with so many amazing stories and I wanted to feature these empowering stories. I have many plans what, how we will feature them in the future. And then I met all of you guys, all these hundreds. Now it's like 330 speakers who already have been through my platform. And then I was like, hmm. I still can believe in humanity. There is still some good and, and together we can empower a lot of people. And that's the short story. Basically, it's not about me. It's about us giving knowledge, resources to other people through the platform. <laughs> I love that. And I love, you know, I think there's so many messages in what you just said. And I think the way you said it is so beautiful and so many people connect. I mean, how many times do I say this on, on my podcast? Stories connect. So someone's listening to this and going, I had a similar story and maybe they didn't do anything with it, right? And they're sitting there being inspired by you or maybe they had a similar story and they took it upon themselves to, you know, to better other people because they were in a situation. So I, I have two questions. So one, is your husband Malaysian? Is that why you ended up in, in Malaysia or that it's just for work? Uh, why he's there? Why you guys no, are there? We are both Europeans. He's French. So we moved together. It was a last minute decision. He got an assignment. <laughs> I moved with one suitcase because I didn't know that I will end up in Kuala Lumpur. So <laughs> I 
it's a it's a story that was just a story of our lives and then we are here for six years now and we are enjoying uh, asia i love the experience and what it gave to me and the humidity it has teach teach me and all the all the different cultural differences that i learned and uh, how people see life i think it's it's a beautiful addition if you live a little bit outside of your own world and comfort zone. Oh, I 100% agree with you that. So, and so it's interesting. So in the culture, men are looked at as, okay, we're going to go talk to, so that must've been right. So you're coming from Europe, you're coming where your voice was heard. You're coming from like people listen to you to stop and be like, wait a second, what in the world is happening? <laughs> Can you take us through a little bit? Because again, there's going to be so many people that really connect with that. As you said, and you can see in your face that it took you back. Um, did you ever get in like a, a in a like a sad space or was it more of like a, and not anger because I don't want to use it as a negative word or more of a like wait a second I have something to say and now I'm going to be more bold um, or was there somewhere in between with that I would say the first year was a realization and it was sad like the first week already my husband left I was alone in a flat that is not even the flat that we were living in I didn't know anyone it was kind of a restart reboot so from that perspective I had one year to adapt and to even figure out how we will live together like this and how I deal with this that we are not together but he's traveling all the time and I'm at home but then there is another component which is the power that is coming from that loneliness that a lot of people don't uh, do it intentionally like I didn't do it and some people stuck in it but for me what it created it was not the anger but it's this, this drive that, oh, come on, I will show them there's no nothing like you are in this situation, then show them that you can do and show yourself, make yourself visible so that they cannot really <laughs> not answer you or not. And now they are asking for me. Now they want to talk to me. Now they want to feature me and all these things. So I was like, yeah, let's show them. <laughs> I love that. And I, and you know, and, and another thing that I think is so interesting and so cool is that you and I are so similar, even though we come from different countries and different cultures, there's so much of people. And that's when, when people, you know, will say everyone's different. There's so much likeness within, within people in different parts of the world. But a lot of times people don't take the chance to get to know someone, right? They don't ask questions. They, they are just hearing a story, but they're not really listening to a story and asking those curious questions because so much of what you said, I was like, you know, I got the chills. Cause I was like, yes, that, that totally would be me. I would be that same person. I would be sad at first. Cause it would take me a second to adjust to be like, wait, what, what, what in the world's happening right here? And then I would have gotten pissed. <laughs> And then I've been like, oh, no, you will answer me, you know, and so and I love that you said that. And that's what's so it's just so interesting. And that's why I love doing this podcast, because it's connecting like people like you, and then sharing your story out to my listeners, who I know, are listening, you know, in the car on their walks, whatever they're doing, and they're going, yes, I love that answer that Andrea just said, because, you know, either they see something similar in them with you, or they're like, you know what, I, I don't know that I would do that, or I'm in a similar situation you know what, I am going to get pissed and angry and, and, um, and do something with it, not something negative, but I want, you know, I want to empower mm -hmm. other people to be able to do that. So I love that, you know, you really, you took your experience and turned it around and made, made it a positive experience. 
Yeah, basically this craziness, actually, what I realized is me. That's was the inspiring thing for other people to do similar things. Because like, mm, if Andrea can do that, sit here for four days and do this, all this with 100 speakers, mm, maybe I can do it. And then next year, six weeks, 220 hours, mm, she did it. Mm, maybe I can do more. So I get a lot of, lot of responses from the ladies around me, from the people around me that, oh, okay, I, I got inspired by what you do, that you are actually doing what you say. Because what I, I feel missing in the world is that people are not walking the talk. So when they see someone who is walking the talk and doing the steps, then they're like, hmm, okay, then maybe I should do the same. And this is the trigger that I want to give to people that, that life is short, so act on it and then just walk the talk and then Although it's hard at the end, the fulfillment is, is much bigger. <laughs> well, it is. But, and I love that you said that because it is, but that's what is beautiful about, about life, about this crazy life that we all live is that we all have opportunities. It's what we do with them. And, you know, we can create, like you created something in your mind and you were like, I'm going to do it and I'm going to actually put this in fruition. And then as it, you started kind of putting the steps down um, I would love for you to talk about like the doors opening. Cause I know for myself in the position that I'm in when I started my business and it was really interesting to see those doors just open up before I even got to that, you know, until I, before I even got to knock on the door, right. It was like, Oh, that door just opened up. You're going to make a left and this is who you're going to meet in that time. And then that door is going to open up. And it was really cool to see that I was doing what I was meant to be doing. You know, again, my listeners know I really believe that we all have a path. I believe in God, uh, whether you believe in God or the universe. But it is really interesting when you're in what God has kind of created for you. Those doors just keep in, you know, kind of keep opening. So can you take us through a little bit of that? You know, what opportunities opened the people that you met through the global empowerment hub, you know, where did that lead as everything is evolving? So the main thing that I got through the platform is basically love from the people. That's something that I think I'm thriving on. So when I have a good feedback or I have something that I made someone's days, or even when I was talking to you guys while organizing all the speakers together, they were like, oh, thank you. Sometimes I was like a psychological help. Like, you know, <laughs> someone had the breakdown and I was like, no problem, no problem. We will talk another time if you want to talk to me. So all these human connections, I think it's, it's something that everyone forgets. They are connecting, but they are forgetting the love, that love part that, that, even online, when I meet all these 330 people, I, I feel for you. <laughs> I mean, I know that someone broke the ankle, then I wrote them. I, someone had something, then I always like, okay, according to my knowledge, I am always saying a good word and my time and uh, how I'm available. But that's something that I got from this. And then the next door was maybe... Uh, all the collaborations, all the all the initiatives that we started together. Like I organized the fashion show at the very, very first part. I just got to know the designer. And now we are working together for the third year, empowering models from all sizes and shapes. And, and we are doing this together now with a big bank already. So it's something that just started then with that big, big runway in an exhibition center that no one dared to do. And we did it. Or any any kind of collaborations, common projects, uh, coaching programs, uh, mentoring programs, a lot of lot of things, and I think 
when you have an opportunity, if it's aligned with you and you, you believe in the values of the collaboration, like I believe in your podcast, I believe in sports, I, I believe that you are amazing what you are doing on your own building up this podcast and you are so passionate about, then I'm willing to, willing to support, I'm willing to, you know, help you to live your passion because that's life about i mean <laughs> we are not like lonely people sitting on a planet like a <laughs> you know a little prince it, it's just right. all getting lonely it's not our style not not human so I, I love to work with people and i think that's the biggest thing that i got plus i became an event producer in the end because everyone was saying oh andrea that's good for you you can do this and then i'm like <laughs> why not <laughs> well I, lo I love your boldness and your grit i mean i think that's one of the things that comes across. And, you know, if, if someone met you, uh, the one thing that I love too, is that you are so determined, but you're like, if someone met you just in, in, you know, and, and, and listening to this, when they, when this podcast first started, they're, Oh, she's so sweet and lovely, but there's a, you know, there's a fire inside of you. And <laughs> I love that. I love that. There's this, this fire that you are like unstoppable and, and you, you project it in such a beautiful way where it's not intimidating. It's not scary. It's you're so opened and, um, and just welcoming. And, and so that's why I think you are so successful at what you're doing. And every year your speakers grow because people feel comfortable around you. They know that you're going to make them just better. I know that when I first, you know, spoke to you, it was like, I had no time, but I was like, I'm going to figure this out because I want to help this woman with her mission because I truly believe in it and as well. But I also just love the, you know, what you kind of just project and put out there. So, you know, thank you for doing what you're doing. <laughs> thank you for being part of the game. I think that's all about this. I, I, I now chose a tagline, which is we empower you and you empower others. So I'm really trying to build a digital ecosystem, which is a win-win situation for everyone who is in it. Let it be a speaker, let it be the audience, let it be anyone coming as a partner. I think that's that's the future. And if you all understand it, and this is the, my artistic side, <laughs> that artists should rule the world <laughs> because we, we are kind of like human enough. Humi uh, we have the humility to understand what humanity is going through. And we need all these business kind of relations and all this to support us and push a little bit further and, and get all those money related things that artists are not as good about uh, to come in place so that it's really changing. It has a really big impact. And whatever I see artists uh, doing such things, it's always very powerful because it's, it's all driven. We are not corruptible because our art is much more important. Our passion is much more important than anything else. So I believe that's the future. <laughs> I, I think that's so beautiful. And I 100% agree with you. So can you tell, I mean, in the beginning of the podcast, I shared with everyone where they can find you. I even do it in the beginning, beginning in my intro. But if you can remind people again, where to find you, if they want to speak, is there still time for, are you still taking applications for speakers? Uh, you know, kind of just give the audience a little bit about that so they can find you. Yes. So basically, as you said on Instagram, Andrea Branding, if you want to reach and uh, send me a message, I'm very active on Instagram too, or otherwise on LinkedIn, uh, we were spelling my names at S-A-P-K-A. So you can find me there, Andrea Zopka. And then, uh, yeah, I have uh, two websites, The Dancing Economist, which is more about the event management. And then I have the Global Empowerment Hub that we are talking about. So 
So it's globalempowermenthub.com, uh, as easy as it, is, as it is. And you can find everything about the summit. Uh, I'm still accepting speakers until the end of September. It's a bit closing. So in one week, you still have time to fill out the application and set up a, a talk with us or a chat with me. So that, uh, yeah, that's the other crazy thing. I'm interviewing every single speaker before all, all my thing happens because I want a profile. I want heart in, high integrity people, heart-centered people, as I said. So that's also something. But anyone can come. The basic virtual summit, the five weeks are free. So all the weekends. But this year I'm trying to make it self-sustainable because uh, not everyone knows, but in the first two years, I was investing my own capital as a brand investment into this Global Empowerment Hub. And now I'm trying to figure out a way that really I can, again, walk the talk and make it self-sustainable so that other impact hubs can use the model to, to work like this. So we have a bootcamp experience with uh, eight speakers who are volunteering to do two hours workshops on every Sunday of the summit. And it's a real transformation because we go through from uh, business growth, personal growth, leadership, uh, sustainability, and also digital wealth. So it's every area. I love holistic approach. Many people are asking, why is it so about everything? I'm like, look at the wheel of life. You cannot just fix one part, the other part goes with it. So I want to provide the information and then people take whatever they need. So that's the summit and it's happening from the 28th of October this year until the 28th of November. Um, I think it will be amazing again, already 100 plus speakers volunteered, as I said. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it, always in a drive, always excited about what's happening next and, and waiting for ideas and people to come on board. Well, I love that. And I love that you're always growing and always learning and always making it better each year, which I think is just fantastic. So Andrea, thank you so much for joining your next stop. It's been such a pleasure. I mean, really being connected to you, uh, your energy your light, your love. I mean, it really comes across and um, I'm just so happy to be a part of what you're creating and being able to give a little time to, you know, to, to help in that aspect. So thank you again for joining your next stop. Thank you for empowering many by your podcast. So that's also something that I always appreciate. So keep it up. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, you know what to do. Like, share, rate, review. What do I say every single time? You might be listening to this episode and like, oh, that's fun. But there's someone in your world that needs to hear it. Someone that actually maybe would be Andrea's next speaker or someone that wants to get involved in the summit by being a, a participant because they need a little inspiration in their life. They may be stuck. Maybe they're have on hard terms. And this story will empower them just to make someone else's life a little bit better, but also to, in, and to make their lives better. So like, share, rate, review, follow Andrea and all the socials. Don't forget to follow me again. I am Juliet Han on all the socials or Juliet Han, and we will see you guys next Next week. Thank you again, Andrea. Thank you too. Bye-bye. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends, and join in each week. 